So as I record this, I'm looking online and I see a driver who got pulled over by the Ontario Provincial Police driving at 186 kilometers an hour in a 100 kilometer an hour zone. This is on the 401 Expressway in eastern Ontario, Canada. When the OPP got up to the car to talk to the driver, the driver said to the police officer, there's no speed limit on the 401. This person was from the greater Toronto area. They were not a visitor to Canada. They lived here. And this is not like it's the Autobahn in Germany where there is no speed limit on certain sections. There's a speed limit on every road in Canada. And to even attempt to say that to a police officer? Come on. That's really got to shake your head a little bit. I wonder if the officer's ever heard that before. Well, welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about motorcycles and how we can drive to help keep them safe, how April showers bring May flowers, plus a few other issues for drivers. And do you have any R-E-S-P-E-C-T when you're driving? Let's go. Well, it's that time of year that people go outside a little bit more. You've got people going out for more exercise, riding a bicycle, jogging, walking. And those who ride motorcycles, they're on the roads more often nowadays, too. So with the warmer weather, you have more riders and some of those riders have passengers. So for those of us who drive a motor vehicle, a car, an SUV, what have you, we have to keep our eyes moving a little bit more and Try to remember to share the road, not just with the cyclists and pedestrians, but the smaller vehicles. So maybe a few reminders are, are needed for this time of year until we kind of get used to them again. One of the big things is to check your mirrors more often. It's a good idea to check them every five to eight seconds or so, but maybe a little bit more often in uh, areas where you've seen motorcycles coming around. Uh, Short-term memory is also important, though, when you actually have, have seen the motorcycle in your mirror to realize that they're smaller than a car. They could hide in a blind spot a little bit easier. Uh, they might very well be a little bit louder, so maybe listening a little bit more when you're out there of hearing the sound of a motorcycle going by or coming up. But because they're also a smaller vehicle, on the road, they can stop pretty quick. So it is a good idea to make sure that you have a good following distance behind a motorcycle, maybe a little bit bigger than you would behind a car, because if something makes that rider have to hit their brakes quickly, they're going to stop pretty fast, but your vehicle may not. So give them some space, give them a little bit more uh, reaction time from you to for them. Now, keeping in mind as, as well that um, the only thing that they've got to protect themselves are a helmet and proper clothing. And I'm do hoping that the motorcycle riders do wear the, the good clothing, the leather coat and proper jeans and not wearing flip-flops and muscle shirts and t-shirts because that's just going to create road rash. So if we can do whatever we can to help the motorcycle rider, that's a good thing too. Now, some of the riders, they're going to follow those rules just as much as you are, maybe even better, but there are going to be some of them that are going to do some lane splitting. 
Now, lane splitting is when they're driving between the cars, kind of like on the lane markings between the lanes. And depends on where you live. Uh, some places it's legal, other places it's not. Across Canada, it is illegal. And the risk of that is opening up a door uh, after you've parked at the side of the road or even starting to move across in your lane a little bit to be off-centered. So a lot of mirror checks for the motorcycle riders. Uh, they, as I say, they may be making a mistake, but let's not add to that mistake. Give them some respect. There's a lot of people out there who drive and ride their bikes because it's something that they really like doing. So let's not take that away from them, and let's remember to share the road, including with the motorcycle riders. Well, as I record this, it is the month of April, and April showers bring May flowers and also brings a lot of tough conditions for drivers. So with your car going through the winter, if you've done your spring tune-up, maybe there's a few other things that you could do to help yourself cope with these April showers. When was the last time you looked at your windshield wipers? Are they clean? Using a cleaning solution can help keep the blade a little bit tighter to the windshield, stop that gap of film before it clears. And it is a good idea to replace your wipers. Typically, every six months is a good idea. But if you drive a lot more, maybe, you know, three or even four times, maybe before each season is a good idea to change those wipers. Uh, keep the inside of your vehicle windshield clean as well. There's film that gets on from everyday use. And when it rains, and sometimes it does create that fogging effect. So having a clean windshield, not just on the outside, but on the inside is a good idea to make sure that you can still cl see clearly uh, in uh, any type of rain situation. Now, we talk about following distance in earlier podcasts. And the basic two-second following distance is on a dry road. So if the road is uh, wet because of rain, or whether it has rain, is raining, or will be raining, uh, increase your following distance. Maybe three or even four seconds in the city is a good idea. There are a number of things that's going to determine how quickly you can stop. But when you add that liquid onto the road, and if your tires aren't the greatest, then you're going to need a little bit more time to stop. Now, speaking of tires, making sure you have adequate tread depth on your tires. If you switched over your winter tires to your all seasons, or if you didn't use winter tires, have a good check on your tires. Use a tire uh, tread depth indicator. Uh, you wanna have, minimum is two millimeters of tread depth, but three or more is even better, especially when you do have the, the rain. The rain needs to be washed away through the tread, and if there's not much tread, that's not going to happen. And uh, your tires could actually kind of surf across the, the wet weather, and basically that's a hydroplane. And it's not going to give you the ability to steer or slow down as quickly. So don't go cheap. Have good tires and check all four. And don't forget to check your spare tire and, and the whole idea of that. So the other thing about driving in the rain too is having your headlights on. If you're going to put on your wipers so that way you can see other traffic, put your headlights on so other traffic can see you. But you want to make sure it's your full headlight system, not your auto and not your daytime running lights. Got to make, your, make sure your vehicle is clearly 
clearly visible uh, day or night. Now, if it's raining so hard, like you see it's raining so hard, you see animals walking two by two to a large boat, maybe it's a good idea to pull into a parking lot. Don't just go off the road to the side, but get off the road. Because if it's difficult for you to see, it's also gonna be difficult for other drivers to see during this heavy rainstorm. So just wait it out. It might only last five or 10 minutes. If it's longer than that, you're still safer sitting in an empty, quiet parking lot than you are driving uh, in, the, uh, in the storm. And if we just take our, our time and keep your patience when driving in the rain, you'll still get there. And then once it stops, you'll be able to see clearly now the rain is gone. Aretha Franklin sang the song R-E-S-P-E-C-T, Respect. When I was a kid, I was taught respect by my parents. Raising my kids, it's about respecting other people and other people's wishes. It's a way of life. It's who we are as an individual. Uh, you may not have to like what the person is doing, but you have to respect their choices because it's their choices, not yours. But then we have to take a look at us as a driver. What do you respect and what don't you respect? Do you respect the other road users, whether they're a pedestrian, a cyclist, a motorcycle rider, or a driver of a vehicle? But do you respect yourself? And when I watch other drivers on the road, especially those with expensive vehicles, they drive disrespectfully to themselves. They weave in, out, in and out of traffic, they tailgate, and they're driving a 40, 50, 60, $70,000 motor vehicle. And it's not about getting charged, but it's about the damage to their investment, to something that they enjoy having. They spend their hard-earned money driving something that they love, but they treat it dis disrespectfully. What about your passengers? Do you drive in a way that respects them? Do you drive aggressively that they could get hurt? That's disrespectful to your friends or family that you have in the vehicle. You need to show respect to them and to you. The whole idea about sharing the road, you don't own it. I don't own it. No one does. Well, government does, I guess. But you have to share it. That's really what it's all about. Now, you wouldn't pick up a possession that you have in your home and slam it to the floor like your television or a stereo system because you worked for that. You paid for that out of your pocket. You wanna treat it with respect. If someone dropped it, you'd be upset at them. So why would you drive your vehicle in such a way that it can be damaged or it could damage somebody else or their vehicle? Show some respect, show it for you. Now, if your kids are driving your vehicle, do they have respect? Do they have respect for your possessions? something that you work hard to do, you paid for it, it's yours, and you let them drive it. Ensure that they have the respect for your possessions. Ensure they have the respect for your wishes and your rules. You don't always have to like the rules, but you should respect them. It's the adult thing to do. And just like Aretha saying, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, this is what it means to me. So there.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. I do appreciate the listens. Uh, Be sure to come back every week. New episodes do air on a Sunday. If you'd like to send me some feedback or even some ideas or even some topics that you'd like me to talk about, you can drop me a line. I'm at Safe Driver on Twitter, and you can drop me an email. My email address is safedriver36 at yahoo.ca. Be safe on the roads and come back soon. I'm Scott Marshall.